Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by BlackRifleCoffee.com. Put down the water and grab a fucking drink. drink, 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 drink. Welcome to Drinking Bros, kids. This this one's going to be a two buzz to air. Uh, this is a bonus episode. We're just going to drop this over the weekend. See what happens. Um, when Jared and I were out in L.A., uh, we, fuck, I think we recorded maybe 27, 28 shows. A um, bunch of celebrities, a bunch of people that we were fans of, uh, and a bunch of people we didn't know just rolling in here and there. And uh, towards the end of the night, uh, on one of the nights after, you know, Again, with Drinking Bros, everybody wants to come and drink with us and party, which is rad. However, when we're doing you know multiple shows in a day, uh, you get to it towards the end of the night, and and sometimes you don't remember. You don't remember doing them. You don't remember that they're there. And I this was sitting in our Dropbox, uh, this show, and it was just labeled Crotchy, uh, K R O T C H Y, and um, it was. Uh, there's a, 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 a supermodel uh, who's, who's on Instagram, and she was on the cover of the first Playboy without uh, nudity in it. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know that you probably have that issue at home, um, but uh, Jared and I don't remember doing it. So we, 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 we have no recollection of doing the show. I don't, I, I, I don't know what's said. I'm not going to listen to it. Jared has agreed not to listen to it. We're just going to throw it out into the world. Um, uh, whether it was good or bad, we have no idea. That's why we're dropping it as a, as a two buzz to air because we were too buzz to even remember that it was there. And this was recorded back in February, I think. So um, who knows what, what, you're, what you're getting into tonight. I have no idea the ridiculousness of it. Um but, you know, first and foremost, we got some sponsors who pay for this whole fucking shit wagon to be on the air. So we're going to get to those and then we're going to get to the show. First up, we're talking about my new one, my new banger. Uh, when darkness falls, he doesn't catch it. It's the sequel to At Night She Cries While He Rides His Steed. Trying to hit that New York Times bestseller list. I'm going to keep hammering this home for the next six weeks because daddy needs to hit it. It's my dream. It's my fucking dream to be in the New York Times bestseller list. Uh, for books, we're, we're more than halfway there already. And uh, the only way I can pretty much do that is through pre-sales because all those pre-sales counts for your opening week numbers. And um, that's how a lot of authors do it. And then once you're on the charts, you usually stay there for four or five weeks, which is rad. But getting there is hard because it starts over after the first week is over and, and that's it. And uh, it's got to be in hardbacks. Hardbacks is your best opportunity to buy it. Therefore, the sequel is on sale now. Go to Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com and pick up a copy of it, Night She Cries. I know, uh, you can pick that up as well, but pick up a copy of When Darkness Falls. He doesn't catch it, the sequel, and uh, I would be much appreciated, sincerely. Uh, next up is BlackRifleCoffee.com. They are chief sponsor. Evan loves when I say it. He loves when I say the word chief. Um, some of the best coffee in the biz, kids. Grab life by the beans. Go out and get yourself uh, uh, some K-Cups, some bags of coffee. More importantly, join the the coffee club of the month. Uh, that shit just gets uh, dropped off to your doorstep on the same date 
of every single month. It's about $4 cheaper than going to Costco, and uh, you won't have to worry about, about sending the missus out to get coffee anymore. Shit gets delivered to you in the mail. My favorite blends are the Just Black and uh, the... Um, caffeinated as fuck is my jam too, man. I'm, I'm kind of waffling these days cause they've got a nice freedom blend now. Uh, they, they've got this thin blue line bag out. They, they got a bunch of great shit. So like, I, I don't know. I look, I'm always happy when black rifle coffee is on the table. Um, but join the, join the coffee club of the month program, um, and check out their apparel, their apparel second to none. They got some new teas in the store. So check them shits out. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com, type in the one-time promo code of Bros for 20% off. Use it on the subscription of the month club. I'm telling you, that's probably your best savings in that realm. Next up, we've got StrikeForceEnergy.com. Strikeforce Energy is, uh, it's well, it's the premier energy drink in the biz these days. And that that is no lie. Um, you probably see it popping up in 7-Elevens across the United States. Um Look, they've been a, an OG homie since day one. These motherfuckers are everywhere, dude. And the the summertime drink, the anthem, if you will, for the summers, the Stradkas, everybody's putting Strike Force and vodka. You don't have to carry bulky cans of shit out to the beach, like Monster or Red Bull or any of that other fucking nonsense. Kevin Hart's doing Kickstart these days for uh, Mountain Dew. You don't need that anymore. You can just bring your fucking drinks out to the beach, pop a couple squirts in. That way you're, you're good to go and you're not passing out in the fucking sun. Uh, last longer than five-hour energy. Kick the can, kids. Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. Type in the promo code DRINKINGBROS for 20% off, and that's good every time. And they ship everywhere in the entire world. They get a 10-pack, a 40-pack, and a 750-milliliter bottle. Just sits on your bar top or countertop, and you can just boom, boom, pop a couple squirts in and go. Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com and do the goddamn thing. Next up, we've got uh, GhostBed.com. <laughs> Sleep so good, it's scary. GhostBed.com forward slash Drinking Bros. That's where you're going to find the fucking deals. That's where you're going to find the mattress deals. That's where you're going to find everything you need uh, in this mattress life of yours. Um, I'm, and I'm talking about uh, Craftmatic adjustable beds. I'm talking about uh, sheets. And they've got a new cooling mattress. I mean, it is the fucking shit, dude. Um, big fan of uh, GhostBed.com. Um, and, and again, when you go to GhostBed.com forward slash drinking bros, they're going to give you the exclusive deals to the site. I know the first deal is like $100 off. Uh, a mattress and two free pillows. If you get a bundle package, it's like $400 off and free pillows, um, which is fucking crazy. They're only doing that exclusive for drinking bros. Uh, go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. And they've got a pay as you go plan, uh, which is nice. You don't have to pay for that shit up front, man. You can, you can do it in a payment plan. Because mattresses are not cheap. Theirs are, are fairly priced, um, probably cheaper than the rest of the competition. But it's it, we all have these fucking mattresses. We all sleep on them. They're the best. Uh, big fan. Next up, we've got Grill Your Ass Off. Whoo! Ass-eating season is over. It's grilling season. Time to throw a little meat on that grill. Um, before, you were throwing a little meat on that ass. Now you're throwing a little meat on that grill. If you're going to... Sp- Spicing up your uh, Is that a spicing word? Who knows We're going to put some uh, seasoning On your meats, your chicken And your beef Um, Might as well do it from a company that's 100% Veteran owned Uh, The seasoning is amazing And uh, Crispy Crispy's got his own line there Of uh, habanero uh, seasoning Um, So that's that's fucking dope as shit But I, I really 
really want to tell you what my my sickness is. My new my, my new drug uh, is is their goddamn beef jerky. Their beef jerky is is the best I've ever had. That is no shit. Um, you can get the all American pack. They've got four four of them in there. Uh, they got like sweet and spicy cowboy original, and then um, uh, I believe it's salt and pepper. I, look, I get all of them. I ate like I shame ate uh, three bags of it in in under two hours. I don't want to talk about it uh, any further than that. But let's just say it happened. I'm not proud of myself, but it was so goddamn delicious. Like I, I just did it. And I got some more being shipped to my house right now. I'm I'm hooked on that shit. Go to grillyourassoff.com. Type in the promo code Drinking Bros for fifteen percent off. Um, uh, the great guys, uh, fucking great company and great Instagram, by the way. Um, it's just meat porn all day long in that fucking thing. Go to grillyourassoff.com. Drinking bros, 15% off. Next up, we've got grenadesoap.com. Incoming! Whoo! Watch out for the grenade soap, kids. It is uh, it is highly addictive. My, my, my kid got sucked into it, so now I just keep ordering from them. Uh, it's made with real gunpowder. It smells awesome, and it's it's uh, in the shape of a grenade, so it's a blast, uh, and it, and it smells delicious. Again, with how hot it is, you need to give that a, a quick run through of the old nether region. Um, I wouldn't recommend sticking an entire bar up your ass like Jared Taylor did, um, but that's what it takes to get clean. It's what it takes to get clean. Uh, again, another company that's veteran owns. So if you're getting soap or man products or a shit mitten, they got a taint scrubber up in that motherfucker. Um, that you can just put on your hand, wash yourself in the shower, and not feel guilty about it later. We don't have to smell your brown fingers and be like, oh, God, I'm disgusting. You can just wash off with this mitten and enjoy your fucking day like a goddamn man. Go to go to grenadesoap.com. Check out all their products. And uh, type in the promo code DRINKINGBROS for 20% off. Love those guys over at grenadesoap.com. Last but not least, we've got Kimber. I like that. I like that a lot. I'm trying that out. That's a that's a new Michael Buffer way to pronounce Kimber. Um, with with Kimber, you're making some of the finest firearms in the world. Uh, some of the best to do it. Yeah, I know. I know you're asking yourself, Ross. Where's that fucking promo code? They're not doing one. They're not doing a promo code. Um, everybody, look. We we've all got uh, Kimber, uh, Kimber or Sig. Those those seem to be the top two. Kimber though, those 1911s are fucking dope there, man. And uh they're not they're they're not giving promo codes out. They're just saying go to the website, go to Kimber.com, pick out your fucking uh new side piece and, and enjoy your life, dude. Um just enjoy your life. We love drinking bros, we love the community. Um they couldn't be more supportive of us, and uh they're gonna be our sponsor for uh, for a little bit. And uh we're super stoked to have them. Uh, check out all of Kimber's firearms and, uh, and 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 look, just enjoy enjoy yourself, uh, Playboy, ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy this episode with the woman they call Grachi. Drinking bros, we've got three verified blue yeah, check yeah. marks and <laughs> three, Jared Taylor. Three verified yeah. uh, Instagram people. Hey, mm-hmm. Jared's got an extra R in his name. So you think that's where this is stemming from? I think that's where yeah. it is. Hey, you, have a, you have a blue check mark in my book. 
Oh, look at that. Thanks. That doesn't yeah. count. You're verified in my book. Yeah. Your book doesn't get him to respond, though. You know? <laughs> that blue check mark does. It really does. Yeah. It really does. We've, like, kids, we, we've got a hot show today. <laughs> we've got, obviously, our fan fave, uh, Vincent Marcus. I don't know if you're going to be a fan fave or not until this episode drops. Fuck. But we got Sarah, Sarah McDaniel. Um, well, two, she opened two, the show with fuck. So, I mean, I think we're good. And wow. two miscolored eyes, like David yeah, Bowie. It's a mistake. Well, by God himself. Is it? Yeah. You, think, you think Jesus had a hand in it? <sighs> you fucked up. That's all I know. <laughs> wow. So, Je- so Jesus fucked up. Yeah. yeah. To Jesus. To Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> so, so for the, the totally ignorant, that is a, that's real. It is real. Wow. It is real. You're like an David Australian Bowie shepherd. Yeah. I well, actually, seen it except for David that's Bowie. actually a misconception because David Bowie had a dilated pupil. He didn't have different colors. Mm. So it looks like it is, but it's not. Okay. So it looks like one's black. Yeah. Now I heard sure. your real last name was Crotchy. Is that? I'm kidding. Yeah, totally. Birth given, yes. <laughs> I changed it when I was 12. It's weird to, really? to have like no, as a 12 No, year I'm completely old, like, like, you know what I don't like? Like, listen, I got to grow out of this, name. mom. I think you know that though. Like as a 12 year old where it's just like, because Crotchy is, let's face it. That's a lot. Where of, does that come from? It packs a punch for sure. Um, it, it comes from the Middle East. Yeah. Your body. <laughs> it's actually crotchet. Oh, crochet. It's crochet. A little bit of French in there. Yeah. You know? Did you do that? What? Uh, did you crochet? tell people that as a kid? Yeah. No. I'll tell you why. You think crotchy stems back from my childhood? No, no, no. But but I didn't know if you told people. It was, oh, it's crochet. It's, mm, it's crochet. I should. Yes. Because. With an accent over Here's a fucking really funny one out in Hollywood. So big Jewish town we're in. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the name Wiener is super common. Yeah. <laughs> no and, way. Yeah. Yeah, last yes. name or, fr- or Anthony? first? Last name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, so uh, the creator of uh, Mad Men. He, he goes by Matthew Weiner. It was Weiner, and it was just like, mm. no fucking way on earth mm-hmm. when you were born was There's it more Weiner. attitude to yeah. Weiner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, it was Weiner, and you just got fed up with Weiner it Weiner seems point. proper, though. Like, he seems like somebody I'd trust with my mother. Weiner does, yeah. yeah. Weiner doesn't, where you're just like, oh, <laughs> great. Yeah. Spread the cheeks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, sorry about that, mom and dad, because uh, they watch. They watch mm-hmm. from at home. Okay. Um, I, I, we get a hot show tonight. Do you want to explain why you have excited. a photo of yourself Hush. on your computer? That's a good. That's a good. Oh, yeah. my, oh, I would head? love. Yeah. I would head? love why you have. Is a sticker. it just like your favorite? Like you selfie? actually went out and had a sticker made of your head. Oh, oh no! It, it was made for me, and I appreciate mm. it. You know why it's just the head? Actually, by the way? didn't I make that? Because it, it it couldn't. There wasn't a full body one that would fit. Because oh. I really wanted everything in there. You know you what I'm saying? I feel like if all you really my parts, tried, all my parts in there. Just full nude. Or? I'm a tall drink. Well, okay. I would. I would prefer. I would prefer, obviously, full nude and erect. Mm-hmm. Um, people frown upon that, like at Kinko's. Mm. There's one. There's one text check for Jared. Um, I'm going to count. I'm, I'm the one count booking all our guests right now. And you know down. how people are. No. You can't just no, give no, them no. an address and a time. Like they have to ask you nine more questions. Of the, yeah, but where is it? I just gave you an address. <laughs> oh, but but when should I show up? I gave you your time. Like, yeah. like, it's not like it's even not with the science. party tomorrow That's all night. I, got. Like, I just got. We're a- hosting a party tomorrow night, and we gave a time that we would be there in a location. And the amount of questions that I'm still getting is crazy. It's like, yeah, but you know, uh, I've got you know, I, I I maybe need childcare. I'm like, what? What? Your credit score? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, but what are you guys going to be doing? I, 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 I don't care to well, answer. It's, it's we're getting close to April fifteenth, so uh, it's and it's tax season. We might we might be doing some TurboTax.com on on Turbo show. Tax. But to get back to your original question, so I walked into Kinko's with a full nude portrait of me. 
uh, erect, and there was a wind blowing. There was an American flag in the background with okay. a slight breeze, 14 mm -hmm. mile an hour to the left. Mm -hmm. And I wanted the, the balls to convey that because just because you have an erection doesn't mean your balls can't move because that's True. that's a common misconception. True. They can move. With a 14 mile an hour wind, I wanted old Glory going that way. I wanted the old sack going that way. Mm -hmm. Frowned upon, called the police. Um, <laughs> Pulled my like record. That can't be the first time they've seen that. Pulled my record. Oh, my penis at Kinko's? No. <laughs> <laughs> Let me take you back eight years to when Xeroxes were popular. <sighs> Boom. Hoisted that thing right up in the in the machine. It made, it it made slammed her on down and started Xeroxing copies for everyone in the neighborhood and said, guess what? I've got a new headshot. <laughs> um, me. That's where I was. That's where I was at, at Kinko's. Yeah, it's on Vine, just uh, just oh. south of Sunset, about a block down, okay. right behind the Taco Bell that's merged with the KFC, making the most delicious combo you've ever had in your entire life. When you lost your virginity, how old were you? Uh, just give me a ballpark year. I'm going to say 15. Uh, I'm going I'm 17. I'm going 17. I'm going to go 15. I'm going 17. Is that your final guess? Yes. yes. I was 18. Oh, really? Closer. Yes, you were. Price is right rules. Yeah. I yeah. win. Drink. Uh, uh, what about yeah, you? Yeah. Me? Yeah. Uh, I was, fuck, what was it, six or seven days ago? So that was 32. <laughs> yeah, I was 32 years old. Um, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It was, I think it was 31. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was 31. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So my dad laid the money up on the counter, and then she came in on top of me, reverse cowgirl. Um, no, I'm kidding. Holy I'm shit. Kidding. No, we did a traditional. It was missionary. Uh, it was my first time. Tradish-mish? Yeah, tradish-mish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Tradish-mish. Yeah. Um, I had these Hulk hands on. Um, and I, she was like, as soon as you come, just start smashing things. And that's what I did. Um, and that was, that was to let her know that I was done. I, for some reason, I had a ball gag in, so I couldn't communicate like what my actual response was. Um, no, she liked it. I'm joking. I was, I think, 16, seven? 17? Oh. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Six, seven? Six, seven? Um, I, I forget, but... Uh, it was great. Like, it wasn't one of those, like, miserable experiences where everybody's like, oh, yeah, it was miserable. It was, it was Funny story about that because the nice friend that he is, mm -hmm. he brought the girl I lost my virginity to on the show. Jesus. Called her. Why would Called you do her. that? Why not? I wanted no, to find true. out what his lovemaking was like. It sounds like you'd do something like that. <laughs> you can't really trust your friends until you get their, their virginity lost uh, <laughs> partners on and okay. say, hey, what was he really like? What like, was it really? Yeah. yeah how yeah. hard did he cry So afterwards? was it good or bad? Uh, she said it was fine. You know, um, nothing to write home like about. A five out of fine. ten. Yeah. Are you a potato salad fan? Because you can get the mustard, or you Is can get the white question? kind. No, no. You can get the mustard <laughs> or the white kind, and uh, you know, it just depends on on what you're in the mood for. True. So flavors. Yeah. It's all yeah. about flavors. Because I, I like a hard mustard. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I like what? a spicy mustard. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I like a spicy meatball. <laughs> um, I like I like uh, Dijon. Like I'll go yeah, like I'm super arrogant about it. No, I like the fucking the jar where you've got to you got to put the, the whole spoon foods in. twelve dollars. Yeah, the whole the, the shit ground mm -hmm. pepper. In yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm a big pepper fan corn, of that. Mustard. Jimmy crack corn. And I don't care. Are we? I like a little Jimmy crack corn. Are we uh, talking about mustard right now? Have you fallen off the rails? What? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I want to focus on you, Sarah. Oh um, Jesus! I really want to focus back on to you. you, not the mustard. I, I read Just that you, you you were the first ever model on Playboy after they were clothed. 
Yes. So they were they were briefly close. They were covering the nipples for like a couple months and they switched back. But <laughs> they did switch back. After, yeah, they yeah. after they like realized, two copies like, sold. Three months yeah. in, they were like, yeah. this is a mistake. No one is buying our magazines. And then they went back Wait, to full nips. You're just Maxim now? Nope. I, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's Pretty much. what it was. Pretty much. I, and here's why. Like, and this is a totally dead, dead serious story. Uh-huh. When, when, he, when they switched and they <clears> went to you, <clears> um, <throat> Topless, which I, honestly, it's almost like shitting on god at that point like mm-hmm. yeah um let's be honest uh like i don't you know what i'm saying like i yeah well wait did they did they have you back though to like redeem no see the weird thing was i never met anyone really associated with playboy it was a very strange like venture they were going out into they were trying to do the whole artistic scene mm-hmm. i literally just went out went to new york for like two days shot the pictures and went back and they never had me at their any any of their events or anything like that they were just kind of like fuck you that was a mistake we're gonna move playmate. on and not think oh. about it well I, the phantom we'll, playmate but yes, yes this, exactly. is, this is the episode title it, right there yeah, phantom, phantom playmate, playmate. <laughs> but I, I saw a guy in the airport because i was traveling and i saw a guy carrying a, a, a playboy yeah that had no plastic sheath on it um, yeah because remember they used to have the plastic sheath mm-hmm. um where yeah. you, you had to rip it open and be a dirt bag behind a fucking garbage dumpster and be like, oh my god <laughs> um i'm tearing up my now you can just sheath. go on google and look up nipple and you get all oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah or instagram really it's on your feet but, but oh. everybody as this guy was walking through the airport because it was in atlanta he mm-hmm. was being judged because you could see the giant playboy bunny yeah it's like a shadow in the background um, and is it because it's not new that they didn't cover it? Yes, or? since okay. they didn't have to. And, and it said Playboy at the top. And like there was people sitting next to me and everybody was whispering of like, oh my, oh my God. Oh, that's the guy. Playboy that guy's just walking in the open with a Playboy. No, no sheath. <laughs> he's got no plastic sheath on it. He doesn't give a fuck. There's no protection. He's sitting next to me. Is he going to look at it? Is he going to touch himself? Is oh, he going to look at it? What's he going to do with that? And I was like, wait, what the fuck? And then somebody else was like, no, no, no. Playboy's not nude anymore. And I was like, mm. what? Just get it for the articles. And no yeah, one. No like, one does that. Motherfucker, if I wanted to read, I would go back to school. Like, <laughs> or maybe not Geo or something like that. You know? Yeah. And so, but then again, where where was the thought process to sell Playboy in airports? Ever. Well, because they've been for sale in airports forever. For, like, that's you're true. just like, hey man, catching a flight. You know what? Grabbing one Grabbing that place. <laughs> <boy. laughs> Gotta work uh, out the old digits. Hey, and, uh, uh, can I put these armrests yeah, down yeah, here? Yeah. I'm gonna have me uh, Got myself a middle seat. <laughs> Pardon me, sir. You can hold the peanuts because I'm reading a Playboy all flight. Uh, lick, flip, lick, flip. Whoopies. Yeah, you're pulling the centerfold out like, and staring at it for a few minutes yeah. like, while there's two people on just either a side. Hard Stare, yeah. yeah, yeah, you're just they're just they're trying not to look like yeah. you're just going full centerfold for like full five bone. minutes. Yeah, absolutely yeah, full you're bone. You're holding it close to your eyes yeah. too. You're yep. like looking like you put the sick bag over your like ding dong. You, you you're just like, oh, don't look at this. Yeah, like, yeah. So it's up over the seat. Yep. It's like Oh man, I just gotta look at this some more. Can I get a, a, a another bottle of Woodford Reserve and then you hold it out? You know, it's like you're drying clothes on a fucking line outside. Oh, man, I, I spilled a little water on this. Yeah, <laughs> oh, forgive me. And then and then you get up to go to the bathroom with it still in your hand. Yeah. Oh, that's not a sign. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. And then you, you wouldn't at least put it in your, your pocket. You just no, keep no, it, keep no, it, no, it no. out. No, it's, it's not be... fit in my pocket. No. 
Um, you can't put a full Playboy in your pocket. Yeah. You can't, no, I mean gonna, the, the centerfold. You're you gonna can rip crease it, out. it. I'm saying if you're going like to you're the bathroom, ruin, you're gonna ruin it. You're gonna, you're gonna ruin it. Forever. You're gonna ruin the integrity. Those yes. are treasures. Yeah, <laughs> the creases. You can't yeah. see it after that. It's, it's like after you go to the dentist and he says, "Go get something out of the treasure box," and you take the whole treasure box mm. with you. No, you take one toy. You take a. You take one toy. I really hope there's someone out there that would bring four to five issues, and they'd they'd open the tray and just. Yeah, like in middle seat. Like honestly, Ooh. I want to start doing this. Yeah, like, middle. I'm just gonna buy middle seats every time I fly. I'll have seven to thirteen Playboys. Fuck yeah, and then just <laughs> the same one. Yeah, no, 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 no. All different ones. Just from different years. Just like and, yeah, and, and put one of those uh, sound speakers. You know what are those little tubes called? Yeah. Like a Bose tube yeah. right mm. on top of it, and just play Creed with arms wide open, <laughs> and let the whole yeah just and slowly twist, <laughs> slowly turn. Oh, there she is. There you are, Sherry. You fucker. Um, and, and you yours. just and you just groan lightly, like oh. as you as you get to those pictures. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's like loud enough to be over the plane noise and like yep. the air, the air coming out. Yeah, yeah. You carry a briefcase with uh, you, and you open up more yeah. on your briefcase. Yeah, yeah. You need yeah. more. Like you're, you're spilling them into the other seats, and you're like, you're, just, you're, you're befuddled. Like, oh, sorry, sorry. Playboy's got out of hand. Have you seen my June? I came on my fucking June. Hey, issue. who's got my June? Who's got my June thirteen? Don't fuck me, man. Who's got my June thirteen? <laughs> Listen, I, I need Victoria. Silvestad, Playmate of the Year, 2008. <laughs> <laughs> so you, yes. So you were in Playboy. Let's talk about <laughs> Who was your first, by the way? Your Playboy. Who was your jam? Everybody had their jam that they remember. Where it was just like, oh, that uh, was you, a clean jerk to Playboy. Okay, well, the clean jerk. Sorry about that. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, it's, Let him answer. No, yeah, no, yeah. Clean jerk. Pan Am, dude. Ah, that's mine. Really? Yeah, yeah we're really? fucking jerk brothers. I, didn't even, I have yeah. never seen her Playboy. I didn't either. We're jerk boys. Yeah. Yeah. Is there disgusting. a theme? What? Is there that a is theme to, to Pamela? Or? To Pamela Anderson? Yeah. Uh, was her she being like retardedly hot was about the only yeah. thing. That, it was yeah. so funny. I, I, I actually, my said that used to get the Playboys in the fucking mail, and I stole one one time. I was like, oh, cool. And he found it. He was like, we have to talk about this. And I was like, okay. He's like, don't get the pages stuck together. And he gave it back to me. Your dad did. That's solid. That's, that, solid. that's a nice move. It's a nice, got, it's a nice move, but like in retrospect, I don't know. I guess it was good. I, well, right? I'll tell you mine then. Because I when I went to college, uh, my parents ended up moving. They didn't like That wasn't on the docket, so they just moved. Sure. I didn't get a chance to hide my shit or take it with me. And they were like, <laughs> I get this call at college, and they're like, we, we're moving. And we found out you were porn. And it was just like the <laughs> disappointment on this shit. And it was just yeah. like, I'm a teenage boy. Sorry about that. But like, that was his one. I would have rather had the, the fucking bro dap of like, hey, real proud of you. Yeah. Hope you're doing the two-handed basket weave every now and again yeah. so you don't get used to the same thing. Like something. <laughs> like Technique. a nice, you know. Desensitizing. <laughs> yeah. That's bad. Because what you want to do is intertwine those fingers. You know, so you can get a clean, smooth jerk. Put a um, nice slab of Miracle Whip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. no. What you want to do is take all the pickles out of the jar, refill it back up with mayonnaise, and then insert. I'm, I'm sorry. Put it in the microwave. Yeah, Sarah, yeah. I forget you're even here sometimes. I, um, you got to pack a paper towel roll full of mayonnaise and then put a rubber glove over it. <laughs> now, what you do is you get a watermelon. Uh, you want to get one that's kind of on its microwave. way down. Yeah, cut a hole in it, put it in the microwave. Can't for 40 in the seconds. The old cantaloupe. <laughs> the old cantaloupe trick. Man, man, if I got some produce for you. 
Um, no, but that's a big deal. Were, were, were your parents happy when you were? Uh, yeah, they were stoked mostly because it was non-nude, but yeah. they were just stoked in general because it was a big like curve in my career. So they wanted me to kind of Two use big curves that. in your career. Yeah. Um, do you have a brother? <laughs> Sorry about that. That was an easy joke and I couldn't easy. let hey, that Low lie. hanging fruit, I, Ross. Yeah, low hanging fruit, buddy. I couldn't let that go. Um, do you have brothers? I have two brothers. Yeah. What, do we, what did they say? Like, holy shit. Um, we bought it. They didn't, <laughs> they didn't live with me at the time, so I'm not sure exactly. They didn't live at all? They, yeah, they're dead. No. Yeah, yeah. No, they're, Both they're, they're dead. They, I'm uh, from the Ukraine. Rest in peace. They all perished that night. <laughs> we're, we're, we wish them the best going forward. Um, they are still alive, but they never. I, I mean, I think they saw it, but they never really commented on it. So, sure. Yeah. Like, like, what, like, what would you say? Like, hey. Hey, nice pictures. I nice don't know. Picks, nice pics. Yeah. Nice rack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By the way, this Thanksgiving turkey needs to be cleaned off the table. <laughs> Um, why don't you go debone it and defeather it? And get hey, it when are you uh, when are you coming back home to mom's? I'll come with. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, like. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's fuck it. You want to share a room? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just safe to say they didn't comment, right? Yeah. It's, it's almost like you didn't. <laughs> you just fucked up. Like, yeah. yeah. What are you, what are you going? Uh, you you, you want to hang out? You want to hang out? Uh, <laughs> hey. We know each other the best. Yeah. Look, I'm. But she, but you didn't even want their commentary, right? What is it? Um, was it kind of awkward to was like, okay, yeah, my bros or whatever. Like, you know, yeah. I mean, I didn't really even think about my family's opinion on it. I was sure. more just excited about the opportunity. career opportunity. Sure. Yeah, and I felt like it was really important to convey a certain personality by being the first non-nude so cool yeah it was it was fun it was it was really a great article and everything like that so excellent what did the article dive into um just about being non-nude and how it's kind of important to keep that mystery with a woman you know if you see a woman just straight up nipples it's like there's nothing really left to think about, I guess. But then people didn't like it anyway, so we ended up going back to non or to back to nude. Yeah. But, so uh, how, how many non-nude? I think they did like five. Five. You were the first. Yeah. Okay. So there was only a couple. A pioneer. Yeah, you're actually like a like a, a Jeopardy question now. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I, bet I, like middle, I bet I like that. I bet your middle name is Rose. Is it? My middle name is no. Nah, you you're looking at my Wikipedia. Right no, now. no, I'm not. I'm just. Yes, really you are. Get, that's why I'm, I get my, my fucking computer. Yeah, put with your my computer away. This is a uh, genuine no, conversation. I, this is a show where we ask questions about your life because we want to get to know you better. Yes, I have to look you up. You're five ten. You're with L A Models. And no, that's not. a nice thing. I'm actually not with are L A really? Models. No, that's that's. Well, they're being notified now. Are your parents named Angela and Gregory? Yes. There we go. <laughs> Back on track. <laughs> <laughs> Gregory, if you're listening out there right now, I'm sorry for all the comments I've made today. Um, no, but that, I, I think that's fucking awesome. So what did that do to help your career after that? Like what, what opportunities did you get? Um, mostly it created a lot of following, which I used to Social gear media? toward yeah, gear towards my writing and different things like that. I just finished three different stop motions and I write articles a lot, so it kind of grew. Dude, you're that. computer animating. Huh? You're you're computer animating or I'm actually looking for someone to animate. How are you animating that rabbit? So there's this company called Movie Mountain that lives okay. in they're based in Washington and they basically hated the city where New York and LA and all that and how everything is kind of done in the yeah. cities. So they saved a bunch of money and just went to the mountains of Washington and made their own production studio. And they're really cool because they do a lot of weird projects. They really focus on doing those kind of out 
art house projects that people don't usually invest in. So yeah. Are you talking more on the indie side or like adult swim type shit where it's in the middle somewhere? Okay. Yeah. Where it's kind of like so weird that people only watch it at 3 a.m. sometimes when they're extremely drunk or high or, you know, also like drinking from cups. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. Whose chair is that? Like, like do, so, so, like, t- tomorrow's the Oscars or Sundays, right? Is it really? It is. Do we care about the Oscars anymore? No, well, no. But here, here's why I'm asking. So they have a best animated short category every mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. The films in that is that the, the type of jam you're into, where it's like super artistic, or is it is it comedy? Like, I'm trying to get a, a handle on this. Yeah, I would probably say it's the ones that are not very noticed, which I actually think is interesting. Why do you think the ones that are put the most work into aren't like put into mainstream why do you think it's the basic boring shit that people talk about the most it's it's because you know people are fucking mindless like it's it's a merchandising model it's a i mean as far as cartoons go no no as far as as far as media in general i feel like the things that are highlighted are often very numbing of the brain and it's not very like insightful or caring or anything like that should have won yeah. <laughs> Stop. Oh, Not oh, Donnie Darko. As far as, as, far as Oscars go, you mean? No, no. I'm talking about in general for just the population oh, of well, America. That, 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 here's the thing. is Everybody, this is my opinion, everybody in a, a creative field or running a studio or uh, a network or a music label or, or whatever, anything that's risky would require them to maybe or maybe not lose their job. Mm-hmm. So if they do something edgy or risky or, or something along those lines and it fails, they're out of jobs. Mm-hmm. So people will only do exactly what they think. So as long as they can just keep going at their jobs and that's good like, enough. I feel like everyone's craving something new. They are. And, and, but yeah, here's the thing. But... The people who take the risk and it succeeds, like Black Panther, mm-hmm. they will be rewarded for life Absolutely. after that. Yeah. But nobody, if you go on a limb, let's say well, Black Panther fails, people lose their fucking I'll jobs. Give her, I'll give you this. Like, like, here's a perfect example. The Edge of Tomorrow, Live, Die, Repeat. I got it. Yeah. That was an independent writer that the studio took a risk on saying, okay, we're going to make a 200 million plus movie mm-hmm. that we're putting Tom Cruise as a lead in. Yeah. Now they took a risk on that, mm-hmm. but then in the marketing, it was, a, it was a great movie. It was a cool plot. It was, yeah. it, there was, everything was made great, yeah. but in the marketing and release portion of that film they decided to go head to head with transformers mm. because of and, and it was in, it was released in august it was because of some cocky asshole said oh no we got tom cruise we'll be transformers no you won't right mm. release it three weeks later you will be the number one everyone movie. loves explosions yes yeah. so it's like it's you can get screwed that way because we don't blame the marketing guys or the release people in that what we do blame is you guys went with an independent writer. That's why that movie failed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. The, cra- the crazy yeah. thing about this movie, though, was so I, I, I didn't see it. I didn't, I didn't like the title. Yeah. I thought it was. Well, it, again, they did that flop. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right at the end. I, I didn't think it looked. I, I didn't the think branding it looked, was looked, confusing. Yes. I didn't like, think it looked that great. I go to your house in El Paso, Texas, and you're like, yo, I got to see. You got to see this fucking movie. I just bought a fucking 4K TV. It's awesome. And I was like, this fucking Tom Cruise movie looks. Uh, you're like, no, trust me, dude, trust me. I watched it with him. It's fucking incredible. And I was like, oh my God, this is awesome. It was a yeah. very, it was a very, there was a huge undertone in there of this fucking creepy love story of the fact of this guy quite possibly lived for fucking 10,000 
days. Well, like, here's the, po- <laughs> the the positive on this, which I don't know if you know about yet. Uh, everybody else apparently had a Jared Taylor in their life and showed him this movie, and they just got a sequel greenlit. No shit. Really? Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Success. But whether or not the people who were there when that green light happened and the movie came out, shit, probably not. Yeah, this is years later. Yeah. Like, but again, I attribute the failure of that in the box office to somebody being cocky in their marketing and release department saying, we, we, have Tom, Tom we have Tom Cruise. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, they just wanted to say they beat Transformers. You're not going to mm. beat Transformers. Every child in fucking, it's just like us. We released Range 15 on iTunes the day Angry Birds came out. <laughs> and that's why we're number two. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. We're, not gonna bring, we're not going to beat Angry Birds. Right. Because every fucking kid in America was, buy me that and I'll shut the fuck up. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> Here you go. Here you go. Absolutely. <laughs> So what are you what are you hoping to do later on? Like, I, obviously, Playboy is a one time thing. You're kind of mm-hmm. one and done with that. Yeah. Uh, besides the animation, do you want to act? Do you want to sing? Like, usually everybody's in L.A. Can for the entertainment. No. I mean, I like have to sing, tried? but I have never sang we in front of people. Guitar. Oh, yeah. Maybe when I'm drunk enough. Done. <laughs> You're on yeah. that. Yeah. But um, <laughs> as for the future, I have a lot of plans right now. I have a CBD line coming up with beauty products, acne, things like that. And I'm also doing the stop motion, but that's also really hard to get into because people don't really do stop motion except for Leica. Um, and and Tim then Burton. I will always write just because I love it. And I'm actually novels, doing- screenplays. All of it. I like, I do mostly articles right now, but I'm writing, I'm learning how to do screen rights, which is extremely hard, but I'm trying to do a short film, a horror short film. And I've realized something missing with horror so much is again, the curiosity about it. I feel like every short film that I see on YouTube or whatever, they just show it right they away. They show the monster. Yeah. Yes. And you're like, I it don't care so anymore. It is so much more scary to not that. That's why I thought signs was shit. Yeah. If they never showed yeah. what exactly. the monster was in yeah. Signs, Dude. I would have been like, I'm fucking terrified. Dude. Yeah. When I, when I saw this fucking movie Signs and I saw the alien go, <laughs> you're like, walk out. All right, I'm not yeah. scared anymore. Yeah. Or just when him just like casually hand, walking. Like, yeah. You're like, <laughs> when I saw the foot go up in the cornfield. I was like, nope, done. <laughs> done. Not good. Done. Because everyone creates an image of their head of what scares them exactly. the most. Yeah. And everyone yeah. has a different vision of yeah. that. You so when you show it, you're like, oh, that doesn't scare me. In like trying to predict what the yeah, monster reveal exactly. will be. If you never have the monster reveal, you're like, what? No. Exactly. Like, like Cloverfield. Blair Witch. Cloverfield. Yeah. They did it really well until the most yeah, recent one. Yeah, but then they one. showed it. And yeah. It was like, they got oh, too cocky. Cheesy. They just got a bunch of money for animation. And they're like, now we can do the monster. Yeah. But it wasn't that good. It's yeah. like a Jaws. <laughs> Like they, yeah. you guys see the Spielberg documentary? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like, yeah. So it was like yeah. Was yeah, Spielberg was like, oh yeah, we had this animatronic fucking shark or whatever, but it didn't work. So yeah. we had to improvise and make it like, scary without the shark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the music yeah. and the fins and, and just and, leading up to everything. And the like yeah. and like the, the fucking tubes, the, the yellow tubes that follow the shark. Yeah. Exactly. That was just brilliant. Oh, brilliant. Because there was no shark visible. Yeah. You didn't see anything. You just see a buoy floating. Yeah. And yeah. that scared everybody. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Dude, I'm I still afraid that. of Jaws. <laughs> I think, but so, I think but sometimes, look, because when I watch that doc, it's a happy accident where the, the shark didn't work. Yeah. So you didn't have a choice but to yeah. shoot around at Cloverfield. Uh, the guy was driving to the pitch meeting. They didn't have a name for the movie. They didn't know what they were going to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, the exit they got off on was Cloverfield off, off no of the way. 10. Yeah. Wow. And that's that's where MTV is and all where, where it was and all that shit. And it was wow. just like, sometimes all this shit's an accident. Where you're like, it just right, falls cool. into place sometimes. You were okay, really trying to scare me. What, yeah. What is your... 
what is the one <clears throat> movie that actually scared you that you thought was best done horror movie? Hmm. I used to be really scared by The Exorcist, and actually, when I was really young, Gremlins scared the shit out of me. Really? really? <laughs> yeah, I was wow. a big Gremlins fan. The part when the the older people are like going up the stairs and they kill the old people for some reason that like traumatized me for like weeks after that. But uh, I was also eight years old, I, uh, so anything I, scared Amity me. Amityville Horror, like just the shape uh, of the house. Okay, yeah, sure. And it wasn't necessarily. Is that the, recent? The, the mo- no, this no. Is, this is like okay. As a, as they just kid. did a recent, didn't they? Um, yeah, it was right. But you had yeah. Like, yeah. You could read, you could, you could check a book out of the library that would talk about that yeah. actual incident. Yeah, 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 and yeah, like yeah. that's what was scary about it is like that house existed. Sure. Um and then I thought the ring because it's real. Yeah, that's the, what's ring, scared you. the ring was terrifying for you. Yes. That was like the first like, horror movie the first, like, that Japanese. Yeah, they took the Japanese horror, remade it in America, uh-huh. and it was fucking weird and creepy. And you're like, yeah. I'll tell you what, the Japanese really know how to use their creative minds because I've seen Paprika sound. and Akira. They know how to use sound. So they know my, how to use yes, mis- the Suicide mystery. Club. There's so many. Japanese movies that are they just got it down. I think they're far surpassed it's us. Not Japanese. I've, uh, man, Japanese. You're pronouncing that J. Listen, don't call <laughs> okay. me out on that. Okay? No, I didn't know. I didn't know. Um, <laughs> Japanese film. What was yes, your What was Japanese. your scariest movie? Uh, scariest movie. Oh, uh, The Omen. Actually, believe it or not. Mm, uh, really? Holy shit! Yeah, so my I, parents wouldn't allow me to watch the movie. So I just didn't like the scary, like the old Omen, not the new. Like the yeah, the, yeah, the, the, yeah. Old, yeah. Like the old right. one. I don't know. I just didn't like it. I just found it so fucking terrifying. I don't know. I Pet don't Cemetery Two still fucked me up too. I've never. Well, seen I that mean, one. granted, I was like nine when I watched it. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, because like my yeah. grandmother would allow me to watch all these fucked up movies. Child's Play. I saw Child's which, Play at five years old. But my mom wow. wouldn't. So yeah. I would never tell her like she'd take me to the video store and to rent VHSs, <laughs> and I'd be like that one. Yeah. No. Did Carrie no. did Carrie scare you guys? It scared me. No, I, I get like mine was more like real life things. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was nineteen, and I, I moved out, and I had to do my taxes on my own for the first time, <laughs> and I didn't have with who? Who did you I do them? I didn't have TurboTax.com, <laughs> and I, I was like, oh my god, it's frightening. We show. better call them and get a sponsor. <laughs> yeah, like hey, you That's owe us. That's really scary. We have said TurboTax no, no less than sixty times. times today. Um, <laughs> I think everyone's afraid of the government. Well. It's, <laughs> Look, it's April 15th. It's right around the bed. And uh, no, um, The Conjuring was mine. Mm. Oh, dude, yeah, same. That was a good yeah. one. Recently, that, that where good. I was just like, all right, cool. And that house is and in it's, Wil- it's in Wilmington. Yeah. yeah. Conjuring yeah. is so terrifying. We, I did a tech scout, and they were like, oh, you can shoot at the house of The Conjuring. You know, just for like stop. $1,000 a day. I was like, let me call Jared Taylor. <laughs> shoot something. For yeah, me. yeah, because yeah. you did call me. Like, hey, we could get the fucking Conjuring house. When you come, yeah, yeah, we can get The Conjuring house. What scares you the most about that movie? Um, the, Wait, the movie itself? The Conjuring, yeah. Uh, are you, are you a? Uh, do you like red vines or Twizzlers? Red vines. I, I hate them. So I'm a Twizzlers guy. And when Gross. I got Twizzlers to the counter, are disgusting. When I got to the counter, they were like, "We yeah. only serve red vines," and I was like, "You motherfuckers!" Like I knew I was in for a shitty day after. Uh-huh, yeah. And then I got scared by the movie. Mm. Um, but the movie itself, <laughs> I like the aspect of a couple in a house, and it seemed <clears throat> real. Like the it's story. Yeah. Like whenever they start the movie with. 
the following is based on a real story. I'm like, oh. Fuck. But how much of it is real? Yeah, that's what I want to know. Like, and it's probably name, like one names, scene. Maybe. Yeah, so exactly. That, so that's my. That was my one in the last few years. That was my one. My number two was uh, the Strangers. Did you see the Strangers? Oh, that was fucking creepy. Is that when they're? Yes. It's like a couple, and his dad dies, and they're in the house for the night or something. Mm, no, stra- like a, strangers show up because it's called Strangers. The Strangers, right? Where there's yeah, people yeah. waiting so outside. So strangers show up at the house. They got bags yeah, on their yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. It's just like it's creepy, like the creepy home invasion aspect. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, that's not really horror. Like it's kind of horror, but that's like yeah. violent. That's like other humans. Like mm-hmm. we're talking sure. paranormal shit, like real horror. But horror yeah. isn't only paranormal. True. true. I mean, what yeah, what true. is the difference between like suspense Jason. and paranormal? Where yeah. does that? I mean, like horror and where does that where does that line end? Yeah, I where, never see, know. I, I never thought know. paranormal activity really fucked up. Like on the fifth movie? No, no well, <laughs> I'm just talking on the first one. Oh. Like they played, they they created this this fucking psychological game with you, mm. where they would show you this image on the screen for two three minutes, and nothing mm. would happen, and you're searching every corner <laughs> of the screen. Yeah, yeah, they could have made that way better, and they mm. didn't. Like. They're they're building you like you're like something's gonna fuck with me something's gonna fuck with me and then they they would ruin it with like you know the sheet going up it's like yeah bro you could have done this so much better because you literally sucked me in for two minutes to be searching every corner of that screen like with yeah. all the negative space because they the way that they would frame it was great right. it was like they had a perfect concept and they kind of fucked up same with VHS I thought they had a perfect writing and oh, concept yeah. but i yeah. but the execution you know what, made it less scary i disagree with you on vhs cuz the first vhs scared the it was good out of me. but there was a couple cheesy parts mainly because they're too soon on too revealing the monster or yeah. whatever it was mm-hmm. but vhs was fucked up have you seen it oh yeah yeah, yeah. It's oh a movie God. that you're like, is this a snuff you're like, film? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You're like, yeah. whoa. <laughs> Have you? Has anyone seen Cannibal Holocaust? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That, oh, that movie that is actually the two of you peas should hop back in that pod. That movie because uh, it's illegal in the yeah, U.S. Yeah, you couldn't get it in the yeah. U.S. Really? We had yeah. it in Iraq because they really? thought because it's borderline a snuff film. People it's, actually well, died. They don't the know the the director pulled up. Director got arrested for a long time. What's the name of the film? Cannibal Holocaust. Uh, yeah. We wow. ordered it from Russia and eBay. <laughs> of course While we were in Iraq I So we could only ship it To a fucking Iraqi address Wow Oh <laughs> shit <laughs> Whatever yeah. happened to the Pirate Bay Did you guys ever use that? Uh, no I, I didn't really. trust it Because my computer would get fucked up on it Mine ne- I, What are you downloading? Wow <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know Actual snuff films uh, Turbo tax. I like to see <laughs> Hamsters getting smashed um, While people are smoking crack <laughs> Over the hand, I'm into some sick classic. shit. No bigs, mm-hmm. no bigs whatsoever. Do whatever gets you off. Oh, and it's a lot. Yeah, because like, I, are you wearing a belt? I want to tie that around my neck. Um, uh, no, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. She doesn't have. A but belt. if there's a Where's half a scissor that I could stab into my leg as I mm-hmm. orgasm, that would be great. Yeah. Um, no, that doesn't that doesn't get me off at all. <laughs> no, Is that what like, you asked? Uh, I don't know. Cannibal Holocaust <laughs> was flagged for so many reasons. One, the turtle scene. Yeah. Like they've. Break open a turtle. Or a like, Serbian film. So oh has anyone God. seen that? Jesus Have you Christ. seen that? Yes. All right. That is Let's the fucking most that. disgusting rape scene yeah, ever. So that movie? <laughs> Cannibal Holocaust says, says it's made $200 million, by the way. Yeah, because okay, it go. got banned. Because everyone's it, like, oh my God, this movie's oh, fucked up. This. It makes like, me want to see it. It's like Two Girls, One Cup. Right? You have to exactly. See it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I can't believe you don't an know Italian, what Cannibal... An Italian horror movie released in 1980. I, I'll say this. I, I, I'm not a big horror guy. 
Um, that was not. It's not my genre where I really. What like, is your genre? People got out comedy. Okay. Big people shock. didn't know if this was fake, if it yes. was scripted or real. Because he Correct. told like, the the actors to stay quiet after the film was yeah, out. Yeah, and like yeah. they're they're they go to this tribe, and like there's this scene where they put a woman on a spike. Like through her entire body, like mm. it is the most fucked so up. So you wow. can now buy it on Amazon, no the unrated shit. version. What about a Serbian film? Let's watch yeah. it. Oh man, that would be great. Do they have, have you a seen a Serbian? You film? can download it and just rent the bitch right now. Let's do no, it. pop no, it kidding. up on the old big screen. Really, really stretch <laughs> With our the legs. Fam. Have no, a nice we just, drink. We just and watch we just Serbian fucking. Kill we it. just <laughs> we just made Cannibal Holocaust a lot of money. Probably oh yeah. After yeah. This. yeah. And the weird <laughs> thing is, like these are, these appear to be uh, like a pocket. Calypso children, yeah, that are yeah. In it. pretty much. No, Cannibal yeah. Holocaust, like they, it, it is a group. They actually of, went there of like, yeah, of like scientists they that go, go to allegedly. Yeah, they did. You can't get Apocalypto, by the way, on anything. Apocalypto? Yeah, what you can't you get it on iTunes. Ooh, I can't love get it on Amazon. I just watched That's it on, uh, on AMC the other night. Well, stop. Y- but you can't buy it. On you can't iTunes have it. Or Why? Amazon. Why can't you buy Apocalypto? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just going. I had to watch it on YouTube. Apocalypto? Oh, yes. The Mel Gibson movie. Yes. Where, where he's try like and holding find it the heart. iTunes, try and find it on Amazon. Uh, I think uh, I've done that. We're, done that. We're, look, we're going to look at the fucking okay, Why internets. are you looking at Apocalypto? Because I wanted to watch it. Fair. It's fair. I, well, I, yeah. I, you don't think it's on Apple TV? Mel Gibson fucked up with the dude. Yeah, library. Which one? Apocalypto? Out of theater. Yeah. Oh, shit. Wow. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so, I so you can get the Blu-ray, but it's going for one hundred and sixty dollars. See, I told you you right can't now. get the fucking movie. Why is that? I mean, it's on it's on YouTube, like a shitty version. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Why? It was a great movie. Here, Why do they the hate thing. Mel Gibson? <laughs> Long story. <laughs> sugar tits. Um, and then it. Yeah, you didn't hear about the cop pulling him over, and no, he called her sugar tits and all that stuff. Allegedly. Well, that's not a, a, a recording of it. Is this a hashtag me too? You think that's what it was? He looks like Jesus. We should believe him. I know. I know. Well, I love I love the off-camera conversation. Dave. We're fine. We're fine. Dave's just like, yeah, because we can't pick up. Pick up your sound, but uh, the thing with the thing with Jesus, like those Jesus films and shit, um, that so you were asking me what got me off. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jesus. I'm, sorry I'm making that. another drink. I, I, <laughs> hey, hey, crucifix me another one. Oh, oh nailed it. Yeah, nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. Uh, is that the body of Christ you're getting? Oh, um, Jesus. We'll answer this Mel Gibson question. Are you super into Jesus? Is that is that it? Uh, introduce yourself to no, the audience, no. by the way, because this is an audio show as well. Oh man, this is audio. Yes, damn, that's old school. Um, yeah, Alexander, great last name, Pappas. There we go. Yeah. Uh, are you super Pappas. into Jesus film or, or Mel Gibson? Because um, you were sitting off camera. You yeah, made sorry, a, you yeah, made a Jesus remark. Yeah, are you, are I mean, you super into Jesus or, or just Mel Gibson? Ooh, no, you know I'm all about Jesus. I like Jesus. Jesus, Jesus was cool. Yeah, so was, would you say Jesus is all right with me? Jesus is is very Nailed right. Jesus Nailed is it. just alright. Little DC how talk. Do you, how do you know so much about here. Mel Gibson's film? Because by the way, they're making a sequel right now. 
Uh, they are, yes. Randall Wallace, Mel Gibson, Randall's writing in. Yep. Um, so the, actually, I didn't mean to jump into it for that reason, but yes, I actually worked on The Passion of the Christ. So you I did? What did you do on that? For that. So helped them create the grassroots marketing okay. portion of that. So Yeah, because they, they did it independently, and they didn't have... Zero marketing budget. Yeah, zero uh, all, all the way around. Yeah. Where, where do you start with a movie like that as far as grassroots marketing? Churches. Of course. Yeah, so the idea was really... Uh, so the movie, he made $30 million. Put into that, yep. uh, and of his own money. Uh, yeah, his yeah. own money, yeah. straight out of his pocket yes. bank account. Um, so uh, they had zero marketing. Uh, when I met, I came in. I was like kid in college, nothing I could do. And basically, marketing was he's like, I, I don't have a marketing budget. But, you know, any ideas or thoughts that could you know help me with that. And this is really, I think, kind of the entry where he realizes I don't know anything and get him out of my office type deal. And I was like, well, I have some ideas. Shared those ideas with him, and he was like. Oh, okay. Well, you have some connections. So, yeah, why don't you, you go ahead and you go do those things. And if those things work out, you know, great. What do you need from me? And I'm like, well, just that I can say that I'm working with you. Right. He's like, great. So I was like, cool. Let me bring in some like influential Christian businessmen in Dallas, Texas. We'll put them in a theater and see if anyone will buy out theaters and move all the churches in the theaters, get them out of the churches and put them in those. And that one screening I did in Dallas, Texas, one guy bought out 44 theaters. Wow. A guy by the name of Arch Bonima, who really just wanted to get his kid in the movies. Yeah, 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 of course. But that, he bought a, out. A lot of independent films are like that, by the way. Yeah, yeah, for sure. People are buying roles all the time. Uh, Dan Bilzerian was, was probably yeah, the most infamous. Lone Survivor? I will say this. Yeah, yeah, but he didn't really start it. It's been going on for a while in <laughs> independent cinema. Uh, mm-hmm. He was the most famous one because he, he tried to buy his way into a studio movie mm. which which he did according to the court documents um oh, no shit. how much yes uh the rumor was it was a hundred or i'm sorry a million dollars um and he was supposed to have uh so you're paying more than you get back to get that notoriety one would think i mean look it depends on how it builds the career lone survivor was a big movie so yeah. it ended up being well but like there's a lot of them that don't turn out well mm-hmm. so then you're just chucking your money into the I air i didn't even see him in the film until i rewatched it the second so that's why he sued yeah. so he sued which is why this, this even became known the filmmaker uh peter berg was the director of that he they he thought the studio thought there's no way this guy's going to come back and say i paid to be in a fucking studio movie and i didn't get the screen time I was promised. And they were wrong. Like, Bill Zarin didn't give a fuck and ended up suing. It, to my knowledge, they settled, but I don't, I don't know what the number was of the figure, but the movie made but a shit ton of money. But you're paying to be in the movie. You're not paying to have a certain amount of time in the movie. He was. <laughs> so in the contract, he had to have like uh, something like 15 lines or something like that. Mm. Um, and he didn't get it. I don't, I don't, to my knowledge, I don't think he got one. Mm. But you see his face in like yeah. four different scenes and you're okay. like, oh, you were probably supposed to say something there, but so what do you think? Do you think it's worth it? If 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 it if it works out, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, if if Dan Bilzerian is a great actor, which he wasn't, he's got a weird voice. Have you ever heard him talk? Yeah, it's yeah. strange. It's strange. <laughs> if it works out and the movie does well, what's the difference? Mm-hmm. Um, the the. But if you're a great actor, why don't you just go to studios and try to get a manager? Because why it, would you pay for it? Because obviously you're, you're not a good actor if you have you're, to pay but your you're, way you're into cheating it. the system and shortcutting it. Because look, there's a lot. Of, there's a ton of great actors out there who don't get the notoriety or the. We had one on earlier today, Jesse Merlin. It's like guys had a million auditions. He's probably only been in five or six movies, and it's mm-hmm. like, why isn't that guy fucking famous? He's yeah. great. He's great in everything he does. Um, sometimes it just falls through the cracks. And that's just the way it works. Yeah. Uh, one of the, the biggest independent filmmakers in town is a, a, a studio called Skydance. Um, 
you know, Skydance. Uh, last, the guy's last name is Ellison. His dad is the uh, Oracle. head of Oracle, yeah. correct. Uh, his daughter is, is Megan Ellison. She runs Annapora Films. Mm. He runs Skydance. Skydance did True Grit, um, the Tom Cruise, uh, the last three Mission Impossibles. You name it, they financed it. Well, he originally, before he got into his own production company, started financing other shit, wanted to be an actor. Yeah. So he paid for this movie called Flyboys with James Franco. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's about a $70 million budget. Uh, he wanted to be a lead in it, which he was. Um, not a good actor. Uh, the movie Bombs made about $8 million. And his dad was like, hey, man, no more of you dropping $70 million. Why, why don't we just finance these fucking things with like To make your own movies. Celebrities, yeah. yeah. Um, and that's what he ended up doing. And then so did the daughter. Uh, both of them have been extremely successful uh, in two different genres. Mm-hmm. She does like the hardcore. And she did like the master, things like that. She does really arts artsy movies okay. that are just Oscar winners and all that other shit. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, no country for old men, like that type of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And then he does like these big Tom Cruise movies. Like he might've done that fucking day after tomorrow movie. What's the name of it? Yeah. Day after tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and one day after Geo's tomorrow. Yeah. You know the one where they repeat everything over and over again? Was it day after tomorrow? Was, was it day after tomorrow? No, that was, was Groundhog Day. That was Groundhog Yeah, day. exactly. Day. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, but both of them have gone on to have like wildly successful careers, but he started off trying to buy his way into movies mm-hmm. it, and it happens a lot. There's, there's uh, look, Jared has been a part of the independent film process yeah. where people have bought roles into a movie mm-hmm. e- either via Indiegogo or indie financing. Yeah. And uh, it, look, if it explodes and then you can say, yeah, it's worth it, but I don't think you'll ever know that answer unless you try. True. Well, to tie it up with a bow, uh, Mr. Arch Bonham, his 40, 40- theaters that he bought out did not get his son into any of Mel's movies. Really? Not one. Yeah. 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 Uh, and, and to just tie all of it up, like the whole thing with the Passion of the Christ was like a massive, basically dick inside of Hollywood because all these massive execs are Jewish. Yeah. And they were not happy with Mel making the movie. They threatened him. He still made the movie. Then all of a sudden, all this bad shit just starts happening to Mel. So... You can, you know, say he said something, but there was no recording. There's no cam. Just a cop saying he said a bunch of shit while he was drunk. Yeah. Mel, Mel didn't even remember saying any of that shit. But, yeah. He said some other shit on, on camera that it was just yeah, like, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. I, I, I've. You probably said it. Yeah. I, yeah, I've partied with him before. I feel like, like also yeah, can, when yeah, you're at that gosh. caliber, everything that you say is under a microscope. And I feel like so many things can be taken out of context. I don't, also don't know what he said, but I'm just saying as far as like a lot of people that are famous, they might say something that they didn't mean at all, but then they'll take what they said in a quote and put it towards something else. I think that's like a, a thing that's shitty towards people that have a lot of eyes on them because it kind of ruins their career or something they didn't even mean. But also I don't know what he said, so I can't really speak on that. But Sugar I just, tits. It was a lot of that. Is that no, no, I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. I just know that when he made Apocalypto, they pulled that shit when it was number one. All I know is Apocalypto is a great movie. But both. Look, look, Passion of the Christ was a great film. Um, I did see that, yeah. I I, I thought it was great, and I'm not not super religious or anything. I enjoyed the film. I, I thought it was great, and like I got caught up in the whole box office aspect of it. The surprising thing from the Hollywood perspective to me is... Hollywood not recognizing how much move, how much money Christian films make, because yeah. as a running a production company for fucking you know the last nine years, everybody would would come in trying to pitch 
Christianity movies. Mm-hmm. Um, they crush around the globe. They're, they're an automatic buy for, for DVD. So you can sell them in bulk because churches buy them out. So before they go in the theaters or, or any other streaming avenue, churches buy these DVDs. They give them out to, you know, the people that well, go there. There's not a lot of family-friendly content exactly. that is safe for the family. And when you're selling it foreign around the world, Christianity is such a big re- religion. Yeah. You're going to get into a lot of countries. Uh, there's no swearing. So you can air it all day long on cable as well. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many factors for, for, for Christian movies that uh, it's going to sound terrible to out these people, but there is a lot of people in Hollywood specialized in making Christian movies who aren't super Christian. Yeah. Just because of the financial aspect of it. They know Are they reality niche. TV producers? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm not, I'm not going to go that route, but no. the other one is like dogs and Christmas. So keeping up with the Christ theme, Christmas films do well with dogs around the world. What about if, Krampus? Uh, no, Krampus bombs. But <laughs> if you go to IMDb, go to IMDb and just type in Christmas dog, just those two words. So what do you think makes a You'll be flooded popular with thousands. movie? Uh, for, for the mainstream or for selling? In general. For selling, again, if, if I was going to sell something and, and somebody had a gun in my head and said, hey, try to make the most money with a movie tomorrow, what is it? Uh, you're, it would you're, be like Justin Timberlake with Mila Kunis no, and they fall in love no, somehow. It's, it's fucking, it's going <sighs> to be a dirty. dog at Christmas. <laughs> it's going to be a, a beagle who fucking left home and it's going to be the, the night we save Christmas <laughs> with the beagle. Dead serious. If, if I was trying to make money immediately overnight, mm-hmm. um, if I'm trying to lose money overnight, so let's say somebody was like, look, like, like Brewster's Millions, you've got to lose all this fucking money for us. Make a movie that's going to lose all our money. You make a hardcore drama. Uh, about a relationship are you that guy that's in every superhero movie that has a deep voice and is presenting the commercial should be i should should be be. um no i'm the like you see those cod pieces on superheroes that's what i they use me for that like i come in because they don't want to spend the money on a cod piece so yeah can we just get the real the real thing in there can we get the (laughs) real big dick in there yeah can we can we back her on in can we get the huge cock in there can we get the cod piece in the screen we, he's going back, guys. He's going back. He might hit the trailer. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. Um, no, but uh, yeah, a, a relationship drama will be a, a, a like a. Wait, career, we're talking about Dick JT. Are you going to come back in for this now? This no, he's here. good. Yeah. He's off the show because we're we're towards the end here. Oh. Um, but uh, uh, comedy's not doing well overseas. If you're looking for what isn't and not doing well, comedy's not doing well overseas. Uh, 75% of the box office is, comes from overseas now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't translate. So like uh, you take him like Vince Vaughn, L- love Vince Vaughn. I think somebody was doing Vince Vaughn. Oh uh, yeah. Show. They're back Tight. and forth. Yeah. Uh, yes. So you, you take an inflection like Vince Vaughn. I can't, I can't wait to see you later. When that gets translated in Italian, it's one guy, <laughs> but all his, his line is when he gets it to translate it is, I can't wait to see you later. He doesn't get any of that inflection. Mm, yeah. You don't get yeah. any of that comedy. Yeah. So you're just stuck on this one still line of, I can't wait to see you later. And you're like, yo, why the fuck is that funny? Whereas <laughs> Vince is like, I, 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 yeah. I, I, yeah, I, yeah. I can't, I can't. I'll see you later. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get that overseas. Same with Anchorman and, and all the other shit. Yeah. yeah. Delivery and timing. Yes. Doesn't translate well. And, and in each country, there's typically two to four actors, two men, two women, who translate every film, mm-hmm. drama and comedy. So once it goes over there and you you do the translation for these films, mm-hmm. it is essentially lost in translation comedy itself. Yeah. So you're you're fucked. And with seventy five percent of of the box office coming from overseas, that's too big of a risk to yeah, do a comedy huge. anymore. Whereas whereas a superhero movie, a lot of action, a lot of colors, yeah. a brand, one liner, one punch, boom. Yes. Yeah. 
Action oh. movies kill the most. In all of these meetings I've sat in over the years, uh, there's always one one movie that, that comes up where, where everybody's like, hey, if you want to make a fuck ton of money, make The Raid. You remember that movie, The Raid, with all those, those Chinese actors who were beating the shit out of each other in yeah. a jail cell? Hardly any dialogue. Tons of action. Tons fucking fast-paced. It looks action, amazing. Yeah. yeah, but they made it for a million dollars, and their profit was through the roof. So everybody, when that movie came out, production-wise, was like, oh, we'll, give you, we'll give you whatever you want. Just make a movie like The Raid. And it's like, hey, man, I... That would take millions of dollars to make. I don't know how that guy did it over there. He didn't pay any of those actors, but like you couldn't do that in America. You can't make that movie in America. Mm-hmm. Which was Project X made for? Ten. Oh, 10 I million. forgot about that Ten movie. Million. It's a great movie. Miles Teller Miles was on Teller the show. Was yeah. Uh, Miles Teller was on the show. Miles one, Miles it's one of my favorite movies, but yeah. they, it, it was. It's just real name in it, too. Yes. And it was one of those risks where if you go in as Todd Phillips, because Todd Phillips is coming off the hangover and everything else, and he goes, Hey man, I want to make a movie about a house party. It takes place in one day. What can I do and cast my own it's actors? It's the same guy that did The Hangover. Correct. What's the deal with that? Right. So, well, with him, <laughs> he's well, all about parties. Why not? He's yeah, all about funny. parties in real life. Um, so, with that, they were like, "Great, cast whoever you want. Mm-hmm. Put whatever music you want. You can do whatever you want. But we're only going to give you ten million dollars." Yeah. Like, Great. Let's fucking do it. Same with The Hangover. Hangover. He wanted all of his own actors: Zach Galifianakis, Bradley Cooper, all those guys, and they weren't famous at the time. Um, but he goes, these are the guys that need to do this movie. What will you give me? And they go, 30. Yeah. You have 30 fucking million dollars and that's it. And he goes, and you're going to have to cut your director fee in half. And he goes, great. I want more money on the back end. Fuck. So with that, he made $73 million himself wow. with his wow. back end points off the hangover. And they did two and three. And like, yeah. Todd Phillips is, is, is richer than that's the insane. passion of the Christ. <laughs> It's no. richer than Patrick Christ. Billion a goddamn, in the box office. Yeah, yeah. History yeah, lesson be, today. Yeah. But uh, anyways, uh, we do this thing called the Drinking Bro of the Week. Um, that is something that is inspirational or influential in your life. Oh, it God. is on you, Sarah. Who who is like that? Like a quote? No, a person. Person, person. A could be a man, being. woman, any anybody who helps you. Man, get woman, to child, where you are today. Jesus, whoever you really want. Yeah. Pulse. I would probably say Alan Watts because he his speeches have really influenced me through a lot of really heavy depressions and things like that, and just remind me to kind of float with life instead of fight against it. So yeah, Alan. Are Watts. you depressed a lot? Um. I'm not depressed a lot, but I think everyone kind of touches on depression in certain points of their life. That's actually what I wanted to talk about today, but really? we didn't get around to it. Yeah. Right, now, go ahead. This, look, it's a podcast. It doesn't end. So, like, it ends when I say it ends. You see my picture on the back of this fucking computer? <laughs> it ends when I say it ends. <laughs> yeah. What, what, yeah. Because, look, there's a lot of listeners at home uh, yeah. who deal with depression and things mm-hmm. like that. So, Well, I think that depression is a thing that everyone can kind of agree on. Everyone's been through a hard time in their life. And I think it's something that people kind of blanket term as a battle that goes on in your own life or your own mind. And you should just be happier, put on a smiley face and all that things or all those things. Sorry. Um, but I think that people should really pay attention to those feelings and things that make you sad or things that make you angry. You should really be introspective about that and realize what is the thing that's triggering that or what can I change to make this go away and things like that. Um, but I think that doctors and a lot of people really peg that as an issue that you should cover up with drugs or, you know, things like that. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I just want to touch briefly on that and, that yeah, people no, should really pay attention to their feelings instead of just kind of push them away and not acknowledge them. Like, them. Yeah, them out, cover yeah. them. Yeah, because look, I, I've been depressed in my life. There, it was a, a 
a number of years where McDonald's stopped serving breakfast at 1030. <laughs> and I was like, what's That's a the hard f- time? Like, fuck. fuck yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what the fuck? And it was how I, how I coped with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then obviously it went all day and I was like, oh, my God, I'm, I'm cured. Yeah. Uh, I can get a fucking McGriddle at six o'clock at night. <laughs> fuck you, mom and dad. Um, and I really enjoyed that. But uh, why did you want to touch on depression? Just out of curiosity. Um, Like I said, I just feel like a lot of people go through it. And I think it's something that you should really make sure that people know that they're not alone on that subject and that you always have people to touch on and kind of go along with and there are natural cures for that instead of just going on like an antidepressant or taking something that really is making you a lot worse than you could be because the number one reaction usually to antidepressants is suicide so i think that people should pay attention to that so you think and people should reach out to like social the, the social aspect instead of the, the yeah. me- medical aspects so like support or groups just and stuff like that. just self-learn sure. like search online for natural things such as like i don't sorry i'm i'm not very like educated in this area but i think that just paying attention to your feelings like i said just not blanketing over it and thinking like oh i'm sad i'm just gonna be happy now you should be like oh why am i sad why am i feeling these feelings why is anger making me more acute to you know injustice and things like that so all right (laughs) sorry say we got real deep there yeah sorry i I didn't mean we got real deep in these waters and i didn't have any swimmies on i didn't didn't mean to kill the the comedy no 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 it's look it's totally fine we we talk about this shit uh here and there on the show um because it's important there's a lot of people that are that are going through that um there's also uh, a lot of people who are doing taxes right now, and I want you to go, go to TurboTax. Like, I'm kidding. They're they're not a sponsor, but they should be. The I main can, point of all of this is do your taxes. I can really fucking <laughs> sell the fuck out of TurboTax. Like, yeah, can, we, can we get them on the horn? They should come on a board. For can we get yeah. them on the horn? No, they should no. be sponsoring for sure. Uh, this was a wild, weird show where we're look. It's super late in Hollywood. Uh, this was Fat awesome. Jesus jumped on for for Vincent Marcus, uh, Young Jesus, um, Sarah McDaniel. Where can people find you, Sarah McDaniel? Um. Mainly, I mean, I have Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Snapchat, all that stuff. Um, but Are you my Instagram still, yeah. Boy. And my Instagram is crotchy with a K, K R O T C H Y. You went back to your old crotchy. Yeah, I've always been crotchy. I tried to change it one time and people got upset, so I changed it back. So I'm staying crotchy forever. Crotchy, crotchy for life. Know me as that? Crotchy with a K. Yeah, crotchy with a K. They call you the crotchy kid. Probably. All right. All right. Give a boyfriend. I do. Uh, what's his name? Joey. Joey, <laughs> Joseph, yeah, Joey. The Joe. What's what's his last name? Marino. Marino. All right, so you'd be you'd be Sarah Marino. Ew. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and say that aloud. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, really boff me, Joey. Marino. Keep it crotchy. Joey yeah, Marino. yeah. Keep it crotchy. I think I'll just keep a first. Keep name it crotchy, forever. San Diego. Um, <laughs> no, we we appreciate you you stopping by the show. Thank uh, you, Vincent. Always a fucking blast with hey, you. Um, yes, always. And uh, look, we're the drinking bros. Good night, everyone. Thank you, guys.